Tonight I'm going to tell you a wonderful story with the Baal Shem Tov, a story that was told by the previous Rebbe in one of his Sikhs. In time the Baal Shem Tov, there was a man, a great Goan. You guys know what a Goan is? Somebody who knows the whole Torah Baal Peh. He knows everything, he knows the whole Gemara and, and everything. Big, big Talmud Chacham. His name was Reb Uri Nasan Nata. Reb Uri Nasan Nata lived in a city called Slutsk. Slutsk was a very famous city. A lot of great Talmidah Chachamim and Goenim lived in Slutsk. And one of them was Reb Uri Nasan Nata. Reb Uri Nasan Nata had a son by the name Shleima. When Shleima became 15 years old, his father sent him to yeshivas to study in yeshivas with the great rabbis. And uh, he went to Vilna, he went to that city. Five years he was in Vilna in one yeshiva, then he went to another yeshiva. He ended up in Krakow in Poland, where he learned there. To another yeshiva, he became a big, big Talmud Chacham. I learned every day, day and night, he kept studying Torah the whole time. When he was in Krakow, he met a very interesting person who was a tzaddik nister. A tzaddik nister means a hidden tzaddik. Nobody knew he was a tzaddik. People thought he was just a simple, stupid person. But really, he was a very, very big Talmud Chacham. And he was a great tzaddik. He was from the tzaddikim nistarim, the hidden tzaddikim, from the Baal Shem Tov. He was a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov. His name was Rabbi Nachem Aryeh. Menachem Aryeh. Rabbi Nachem Aryeh and Rabbi Shloyme became sort of friends. Rabbi Shloyme started asking questions, and he found out from Rabbi Nachem Aryeh that he learns Hasidus. In those days, in many, many communities, they wouldn't study Hasidus. They thought Hasidus is terrible. You shouldn't learn Hasidus. So you had to be secretive when you studied Hasidus. So Rabbi Nachem Aryeh secretly agreed to teach Rabbi Shleime Hasidus. Rabbi Shleime was very curious. He wanted to learn what are these, what is Hasidus that the Baal Shem Tov is teaching? Rabbi Aryeh would meet with him every day for an hour, and they would learn Hasidus. Reb Shleime became more and more a Hasid until he became a complete Hasid of the Baal Shem Tov, and he understood what the teachings of Baal Shem Tov were. But of course, he didn't tell his father. His father, Reburi Nasan Nata, from Slutsk, he was a big misnagit. He did not approve of the Baal Shem Tov. He thought Hasidim and the Baal Shem Tov and Hasidus you should stay away from that. In those days, there was a lot of his nagdus opposition to Hasidus. But Reb Shleimi kept learning with Reb Nachem Ayah secretly a lot of Hasidus. Now, after many years of being away from home in yeshivas, he came home to Slutsk, and his father met him, and he started talking to him and learning, and he was very impressed. He said, wow, my son Shleimi had learned so much Torah. He remembers like the whole Shas, everything. He knows everything. He, he can talk to him in any place in Shas, and he knows it so well. Very impressed with Reb Shleim. No, his father thought, no, my son Shleim is getting a little older. It's time for him to get married. No, they found uh, a man by the name of Rebelio Moshe, who was a very wealthy man. He lived in a little town next to Slutsk. And he was the wealthiest, the richest person in the small town. And he had a daughter. Only daughter, he only had one daughter. She was smart and wise and, and wonderful. She was a great, great girl. And Shleime married her. And the father of, of the girl, uh, the father-in-law of Shreb Shleime, 
was a rich man and he agreed to support and give money uh, to Shleimer and his wife and support them so Shleimer can sit and learn. In, in olden days, a father-in-law, if he had a lot of money, he would make sure his son-in-law can sit and learn. He would give him money to live so he wouldn't have to work a day in his life. He could just learn Torah all day and all night. And that's what happened. Gabriel Moshe supported very nicely his daughter and his son-in-law, Reb Shleimer, for six months after the wedding until something terrible happened. One morning, the wife of Reb Shleimer wakes up and Reb Shleimer saw that there was something very strange going on. She wasn't talking normally. She wasn't acting normally as if she became crazy. She became sick in her mind, in her head. She started talking very strange and uh, became very clear that she's becoming crazy. It's a terrible situation. Of course, you can't live in the same house with a crazy person. <clears throat> the parents found out about it and her parents, his wife, took her home to their house to see what they can do to, to cure her. Maybe they'll take it to some doctors. But the daughter became totally crazy, even more crazy after she went to her parents' house. And she just sat down. One of the crazy things she did is she sat down in the dining room. They had a big wood stove. In the olden days, they didn't heat the houses like today. You know, we have like a boiler downstairs and in the basement and it generates heat from gas and oil. In those days, you had simply a, like a stove in the middle of the room and you had put wood inside and you would put the wood on fire and it would give heat to the house. So this woman, she, she sat down between a wood stove and a wall. There was a wall that was very close to the wood stove. It was a narrow space between the wood stove and the wall. She sat down right there and she wouldn't move, wouldn't move. And she stopped talking. She didn't say a word. And when they had to give her food, they had to come and bring her food and, and push her to eat so she wouldn't die from starvation. Because she wouldn't eat on her own. She would, she would just sit there and do nothing. She would just stare in the air all the time, not say a word. He kept talking to her. She wouldn't say a word. She just kept staring in the same place. Very strange. <clears throat> she didn't speak for six years. Six years in a row, she didn't speak. She sat there. They had to pull her to the bathroom because otherwise she wouldn't go anywhere. So they take her to the bathroom and they had to give her food. And she would just sit there the entire time. Six years passed. Reb Shleimer, who obviously couldn't live with his wife, he went back to his father's house, to Uri Nata's house. And he's thinking to learn Torah, but he was very sad. He was very sad. He loved his wife. And, and now she's crazy. He can't live with her. So he stayed in his father's house. His father thought maybe he should get married to another woman, but he, he says, I'm married to her. I can't get married to another woman. We're not allowed to get married to two wives. And so he was stuck. He couldn't get married to anyone else. And he couldn't divorce his wife while she's crazy because according to halacha, if you give a divorce, a get, 
to a wife, when a husband and wife want to get divorced, she has to be totally normal. She can't be sick and crazy. Otherwise, it's not a get. So, Reb Shlomo was stuck. He just sat in his father's house. Six years passed. Reb Shlomo and his wife could not live together for six years. And the wife didn't speak, not a single word in six years. And sat in the same place between the wood stove and the wall for six years. Finally, one day, the Balshemtov came to Slutsk. Came to visit Slutsk. And at that time, the Balshemtov was already very famous. So all the big Goenim of Slutsk. Slutsk was a very famous city with a lot of great Talmidah Chachamim and great Goenim. And they all came to greet the Balshemtov and to give him respect. Bashanta was then famous for making a lot of miracles. Nisim. He was able to, through his brachas and through his davening to Hashem, make great miracles for people. So, a lot of people went to see and stood in line to go and talk to the Bashanta. And so did Rabbi Urinas Nata and his son, Shreb Shleimer. They went to the Bashanta and told him the whole story of what happened to the daughter, uh, the wife of Rabbi Shleimer, and how she became crazy and they need help. So when she cured the wife, she get healthy again. And same thing, Gabriel Moshe, the father of the girl, also came to the Baal Shem Tov and said, please help, we don't know what to do, it's terrible, it's already six years, and she's not moving, she's not talking, and Eb Shleimer, her husband, is sitting there all alone and lonely and sad, please, Baal Shem Tov, can you help? And so <clears throat> the Baal Shem Tov looked at them and said, listen, are you getting along with each other? Gabriel Moshe, the father of the Kala, and Rebuid Asnata, the father of Reb Shleimer, are you guys like each other? And he said, of course. Gabriel Moshe was a wealthy businessman, said to the Baal Shem Tov, oh, my, my Mechotan, you know, the father of my son-in-law, he's such a special person, he's a and he knows the whole Torah by heart. I'm so honored that my daughter was marrying his son. And his son, Reb Shleimer, he's such a special guy. He's learning Torah every day, day and night. He's, and he, he, he's, he moved to the, to the town where I live, the small town. And he's become friends with everybody in the town. And he changed everything. He made everybody be so happy. And nobody fights with each other. Before he came, there were a lot of fights between the people in the, in the small town. You know, people were fighting, uh, but... You took my job away. You took my my business away. You know, people were fighting about petty, stupid things. Since Reb Shleimer came to the town, because Reb Shleimer was already a student of the Baal Shem Tov secretly, so the Baal Shem Tov teaches you have to have Avis Yisrael, even simple people. You should be very close with them because they're very special to Hashem. Even if simple people, they don't know how to learn. So he would spend time teaching simple Jews in the in the in the small town, Torah, and he would teach them Torah, and he would teach them everything. And, and he would treat them so nicely, even though he, Reb Shleimer, was a very big Talmud Chacham, but he didn't mind wasting time <clears throat> and teaching these simple Jews Tehram. And this is all Rabbi Yom Meshe telling the Baal Shem Tov how his son-in-law made such a change in the whole town. Everybody now is so friendly to each other because of him. Everybody in the town loves him. And we pray, please, please, Rebbe, he said to the Baal Shem Tov, please, Rebbe, help us. That is why my daughter gets cured, and then Reb Shleimer can 
move back into the house together with my daughter and have a beautiful house and then have children. Uh, please, please do something. Boshem Tov looked at both Rebuina Senata, the father of Shlema, and at Rebuina the father of the of the of the woman who got crazy, and he said to them, "Listen, I can cure your daughter and make her healthy again, but on one condition: after she gets well, she'll come here with her husband Rebuina." And we'll, in the Shlomo, will give her a get. They'll get divorced. Wow. Bria Meisha, they're listening to Baal Shem Tov and they're like shocked. Why would Baal Shem Tov make them do that? Reb Shlomo and his wife love each other. They're, they're, they're such good friends. They're, they're, they're married and they love each other and they don't want to get divorced. Why is Baal Shem Tov... You know, Hashem doesn't like it when people get divorced. You know, it says in the Gemara that when a couple who is married gets divorced, Hashem cries. Because Hashem is upset. Because Hashem wants people to love each other. To get along. So uh, why is the Balshantov saying that Reb Shleimer and his wife, they get divorced? And only then, if they agree to it, that's when he's going to cure, make a miracle and cure Rebriomesh's daughter from the illness, from the craziness. Well, they had no choice. The Washington says, listen, this is the deal. You gotta uh, agree to this deal. If you agree, and your son Rebshleim agrees that after his wife gets well, they'll come here. I'll have a safer right to get, and two witnesses and a rov. It will right here in my room. We'll make sure the get happens, and Shlomo is going to give a get to his wife, and they're going to be divorced, and they're going to separate and go about their own lives, each one in a separate place. And maybe he's going to marry someone else, and she's going to marry someone else, but they can't be husband and wife again. What a strange condition the Baal Shem Tov made. So Rabbi Yomesha and Rabbi being very, very surprised, Went back home and said, okay, we need to think about this. This is a very strange request. After a few days, they realized there's no choice. They came back to the Baal Shem Tov and said, Rebbe, we agree to the condition. Whatever you say we have to do, we'll do. Please cure our daughter. And the Baal Shem Tov said, okay. Said to Rabbi Yomayishet, the father of the girl, he says, go home. Tell your daughter that the Baal Shem Tov who is a famous uh, miracle maker. He makes miracles, he makes nisim. That he came to Slutsk, and the Balshemtov says that she must come to his room now because the Balshemtov needs to talk to her. He has something to discuss with her. He want, the Balshemtov said to Rabbi Yomeshi, I want you to go home and speak to your daughter as if she's a normal person. Just tell her the message that I give you. Tell her that I said that I want her to come to his office, to the office of the Baal Shem Tov, and the Baal Shem Tov needs to talk to her. Moshe was shocked. He said to the Baal Shem Tov, do you realize my daughter hasn't said a word, a single word in six years. She's been sitting in the same spot on the floor between the stove and the wall for six years straight. We have to drag her to the bathroom, otherwise she wouldn't go to the bathroom. We have to feed her against her will, otherwise she wouldn't eat anything. She's not normal. Hi, I'm going to tell her that. You think she's going to listen? Shantov says, listen, 
I told you what to do. You either do it or you don't do it. But this is what I told you. Go to her and tell her what I said. Shleime, who already really was a big chassid of the Baal Shem Tov and believed the Baal Shem Tov, he told his father-in-law, Rebbe Moshe, and said to him, listen, we agree to the Baal Shem Tov's condition, everything he said, let's try it. He said, we should speak to her. Why don't you go home and, and speak to her and say, we'll see what happens. So Rebbe Moshe goes home, and first thing he goes over to his wife, who's in the kitchen, and he tells her, you know, this is great tzaddik, who performs a lot of miracles, who came to Slutsk, and he started telling her some of the great miracles he does before he was going to tell her what the Baal Shem Tov said about their daughter. But first he wanted to tell her how great the Baal Shem Tov was so she understands that he's a big tzaddik and he can do miracles. And he started telling him other miracles that he did, that he heard about. As he's saying this to his wife, suddenly the daughter in the other room starts speaking. And she calls out to her father, who, did you mention that tzaddik that performs nisim, miracles? Who is he? And she gets up from her seat on the floor between the stove and the wall. She gets up from that spot for the first time in six years. And she walks over to her father and mother and says, tell me about this man. Who is this tzaddik that does miracles? And his wife, they couldn't believe their eyes. What is going on? This is the daughter. They didn't even recognize her voice anymore. They haven't heard her voice in six years. They didn't, they didn't even remember what her voice sounded like. But this is their daughter. She sounds normal. She speaks normal. Suddenly, how did this happen? They realized that Baal Shem Tov was already performing a miracle here. Well, <clears throat> that night, the daughter of Rebbe Yomeshe went to sleep in a normal bed her normal bed, but she was very weak, very weak. In the morning, they again, Rabbi Omesh and his wife talked to their daughter. Wow, she's perfectly normal. She talks normally, she's very smart, she speaks, she does everything like a normal person. But she was still very weak. The next day again, now she became sick. Not sick in the head, she became sick with a fever. She had to lie down in bed and she had a very high fever. You know, when you have a very high fever, you're like, you, your mind is a little confused because of the heat of the fever that you have. She had a very high fever, and she kept talking and talking while she had this fever about the Baal Shem Tov and his miracles. And then she started crying while she had the fever. In her bed, she was saying, please take me to the Baal Shem Tov. And suddenly, she remembered, oh my God, I forgot. The Balshemta told me to tell her that he wants to see her. And I, we were like so overwhelmed and excited that her daughter became healthy again. It happened so suddenly, so in, a, in such a miraculous, such an amazing, miraculous way. So we forgot to tell her what the Balshemta said to tell her. So, so immediately, Rabbi said to his daughter, Listen, listen, my daughter, I want to tell you this tzaddik, this Balshemta, this miracle worker, he asked me to tell you that he wants to see you. She said, Really? I'm getting right out of bed now. And she got up like with great excitement. She says, she's going to the Baal Shem Tov. In the meantime, Rabbi sent a messenger to Ubuwi Nasanata and to Rabbi Shleimer, the husband of, of, this, of, of, the, of his daughter, and, and to tell them that something miraculous happened. Suddenly, 
As soon as he got home, his daughter got out of, uh, got up from from her floor, uh, the, the space on the floor where she sat for six years, and she's a normal person now. Something t- t- changed. Something changed. Something very strange is happening. So she went to the to the Balshemtov, and her father got game with her, and Rabbi Nosenata also came there, and Rabbi Shlomo went to the Balshemtov, and Balshemtov said to her, "Listen." Um, now that you feel good, you, 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 you became healthy again, and you're normal, you're not crazy anymore, uh, I'd like you and your husband, Reb Shleimer, to get divorced. You can no longer be a husband and wife. And he says to Reb Shleimer, said to Reb Shleimer and the wife, um, I know you love each other and you want to be, and she said, yeah, please, Rebbe, I love my husband so much, I respect him so much because he's such a Talmud Chacham, but if the Rebbe says that I need to get divorced, I will, of course, do so. Because I trust the Baal Shem Tov, I trust the Rebbe. And she started crying, crying, crying. And Rebbe Shleimer said the same thing to Baal Shem Tov, Rebbe, I, I trust you, even though I love my wife very much. I don't want to get divorced, but you're saying that I have to, so I will do what you say. And again, Rebbe Shleimer also started crying, crying very, very hard. Both of them, Reb Shleimer and his wife, were standing there in front of the Baal Shem Tov, crying, crying so hard. But they, they said to Baal Shem Tov, please, we will do what you say. We will do what you say, even though it's so hard for us. Baal Tov said to Reb Shleimer and his wife, I want you to go home and think about it. And in three days, come back here. I will have a safer who writes the get. Get this written on a parchment. You need a safer to write it with special, special writing. And we'll have uh, Adim who signed the, the, the get. And we'll make the get here. We'll, you'll give the get to your wife. Rabbi Shleim will give the get to his wife. And they get divorced. They'll no longer be a husband and wife. Rabbi and his wife went home. Very sad. But they, they were going to do what the Vashantar said. Because Vashantar is a tzaddik. And you got to trust what a tzaddik tells you. Even if it doesn't make sense to you. And after three days they came back. Very sad ready to do what the Vashantov said. Rabbi Nasanata also came, and uh, Rabbi Yomesha came, and their wives came, and they came to the Vashantov, and they said, okay, Rabbi Shlemish said to the Vashantov, Rabbi, we're ready to do what you tell us. And they were both crying, Rabbi Shlemish again and his wife. But he said, Rabbi, we'll, we'll do everything you tell us. Vashantov said, okay, here's the Rav, here's the, the Adim, the Seifer, we're ready to write the get. It's going to happen soon. He said, Rebbe, we're ready. We're ready, even though it's, it makes us very sad, but we're ready to do what you say. Suddenly, the Baal Shem Tov got up from his seat and went outside to another room and locked the door and sat there in the room all by himself for a long time, maybe an hour. After that, he came out sat down on his chair, and he turned to Reb and his wife and said, about six years ago, when you just got married, there was in Shomayim a terrible decree against the two of you. The Vashantov did not say what they had done wrong. He didn't say that. He just said that in Shomayim, there was a very bad rule against them. There was a ruling, there was a decree, a gzera against Reb and his wife 
and it was decided in the heavens that in Shemaim, in the Bezdin of Shemaim, it was decided that Shlema's wife will become sick in her mind, she'll become crazy. And Reb Shleime himself will then be suffering from being alone because he won't be able to get married to another wife because he's still married to her. And he can't give her a get because she's not normal. When a person is not normal, you can't uh, take a get because you, your mind is not understanding anything. You're, you're, not, you're very confused. So it was the sign in Shemaim that Reb Shleime will be Unfortunately, have uh, be lonely, be lonely for the rest of his life. Says the Baal Tov, I knew that. I knew that it was the side in Shemaim. But then I thought that if I put you to the test to see if you're going to trust me, you trust in Sadiqim is a great mitzvah to trust what a tzaddik tells you. If a Rebbe, a tzaddik tells a Jew to do something, they should trust that the Rebbe knows, even though for them it doesn't make sense. But if a Rebbe says, you should trust him. He knows better than you. And Moshantov said, you trusted me. You're ready to do the hardest thing in your life. Very difficult. Probably the most difficult thing in their entire lives to get divorced because they loved each other. They didn't want to get divorced. But because Moshantov said, they agreed to do it. That takes a lot of, a lot of, a lot of strength. And the Vashantu said, in that schus, because he had trust in Tzadikim, trust in your Rebbe, you were willing to do the hardest thing for you to do in your life. In that schus, the decree in Shemaim was taken away. And now you can go home and stay married. You'll have children, you'll have a beautiful family. And so it's exactly what happened. Reb Shleime and his wife stayed in Slutsk for another three years. Then they moved to a city called Minsk. And there they became one of the great chassidim. And uh, he became a big Rosh Hashiva. He taught a lot of Torah. He had many, many Talmidim. This Reb Shleime. And a big chassid, the Baal Shem Tov. And then he went to another city called Bayev. The Baal Shem Tov told him to move to a city called Bayev. And there they had children, sons, and daughters. And um, then at the end of their lives, uh, Reb Shleime settled in Liyozhne, where the Alter Rebbe became Rebbe in Liyozhne. For a long time he lived in Liyozhne, next to the Alter Rebbe. He became a chassid of the Alter Rebbe. And then at the end of his life, for the last 15 years, he and his wife moved to Eretz Yisrael. And they lived there for 15 years until he passed away. What we learn from this story, the amazing, amazing power of trusting a Rebbe, trusting a Tzaddik. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to us, but a Tzaddik says we have to believe, even if it doesn't make sense. The Rebbe told us so many things. So many people questioned what the Rebbe said. But we, we know the great power of trusting, believing in a Tzaddik. After the Jewish people, when they crossed the Yamsuf, the Yamsuf's plate, it says that the Jews believed in Hashem and in Moshe. You have to trust the Tzaddikim, because the Tzaddikim, they know a lot of things that we don't know. So, good luck and look forward for the next story.